0: The rubber has hit the road with this Nationals rebuild. And don't you dare sleep on these scrappy nets. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Swing for the fences on Sleeper Picks and you could win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. And thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen. Every day as we are free and available wherever You get your podcast, and of course, I'm your host, Ryan Clary, and you can catch me over on Twitter at RyanClary11 as well as the show page at LO underscore National. So the everydayers out there, you know what today is about. I like to get into the farm system on this Friday, so a little bit later on in this show, you'll want to keep up for that because this Nationals Farm System, as it is a top 10 farm system according to MLB.com. They have been hot, and that is James Wood, Dylan Cruz, and Trey Lipscomb, as well as a little bit of some of the 2023 MLB draft picks. We'll discuss that a little bit later on. And also, the Nationals, they have a primetime game this weekend, and it is on the heels of the Nationals just being a flat-out good ball club. What do we expect for this primetime game? What could happen? And, of course, the Phillies are coming to town for two games, and they go up to Williamsport. We'll discuss all of that and much, much more a little bit later on. But let's start off with yesterday's win, and as well as just this series in general. Because this Nationals team, you saw what was the main difference for this ball club over the last few days, and really over the last few weeks, and it has been the offense. This offensive staff right now, and really what has transpired over this last month when getting guys like Stone Garrett. Stone Garrett is a good baseball player. He's good. In his limited action last year in Arizona, he had good numbers. He had good power numbers. He had a couple of home runs. You saw the potential of Stone Garrett. They let him go this offseason, and the Nationals picked up on him. Stone has kind of had these trials and tribulations, you could say, which he hasn't really had all the ups, but he's had a lot of downs. But over the course of August, Stone Garrett has been very good, and in particular, this Boston Red Sox series was kind of like his breakout game, going up against a national team, someone with the Boston Red Sox. We all know they're in the national spotlight just a little bit more than us being in Boston, Fenway Park, all that fun stuff. Stone Garrett had 13 total bases over the course of these last few games. He had two doubles and he had two home runs, all versus the Red Sox in these three games. Stone Garrett is someone that he's not really a core piece to this rebuild. And in fact, does he really have a position on this team moving forward? Well, including myself, if you had that question in the back of your mind, I think that is answered. Stone Garrett is certainly someone who should be considered going forward, whether it be just developing into a nice designated hitter. Because if you look at him, he's got all the potential to be that DH kind of guy. Someone who can hit for power. And we know this team, still needs to get that long ball in. Because trading away Candelario, that's where you kind of lost a little bit of the sauce, at least that's what we thought. Because over the course of August, since the Candelario trade, this team has been better. Now, while that's not because you trade away Candelario, but it's because of guys like Kibera Ruiz and what he has done. But also Stone Garrett, a big right-handed bat where you need production from him. When he is in the lineup, you're not expecting amazing defense. You're not expecting amazing base running. We want to see offensive production from Stone Garrett. And now over this season, and really over August, he's batting 353 in August, a .415 on-base percentage, and a 647 slug. That's just for August at this moment. He's got an OPS over 800 for the season in total now, and that just kind of gives you a good position of where he's at. This That's an above-average big-league hitter with all those numbers in store. Now, while he may not do this every single day, and when there's a right-handed pitcher out there, sure, he does struggle. But Chris Sale on the mound yesterday, going up against a solid, obviously it's Chris Sale still. He's still not his normal 2018 self. He's been injured a lot. He's been up and down, off IL, on IL, whatever it may be. But Stone Garrett is still getting it done. And I think a lot of people, in the sense that, Where would we find this extra offense from? You didn't really expect Stone Garrett to take this big of a step up. And he's kind of starting to develop into his own kind of hitting machine. And then on the other hand, as we already said with Kiber Ruiz, Joey Manessis, even in yesterday's game, going two for five with five RBIs. Jeter Downs against his former team, being a top prospect, being one of the biggest returns in that Mookie Betts deal. He even got a hit. Got on base twice as well with walks against his whole team. Things just are starting to click for this Nationals team. It just is. In yesterday's ballgame with runners in scoring position, in which this team has struggled, or at least they did, over the first half of the season with, they went 7 of 18 with runners in scoring position. That is a crazy improvement from what this team was. And you're starting to see these young guys, all of them, CJ, Lane Thomas, name them. All the young guys are starting to mold into their own. And it's, you're starting to already see the vision of what Mike Grizzo has always had. Because Danny Rouye, funny Danny over on Twitter, pointed this out today, that an executive with the Nationals, or a front office personnel person, went up to him before the season and said, this team's going to be better than a lot of people think. And if we're being honest, we kind of had... Little to none expectations for the Nationals this season. But as we see now, even after kind of having a little sell-off trading away Candelaria, you already start to see the results going forward. As we said, you cannot tell me that you are not encouraged from what you have seen. You can't. Just because of the fact that you have your all-star starter with Josiah Gray. Now, while he's gotten roughed around in August, we discussed that a little bit ago, a few days ago. Mackenzie Gore starting to come into his own. While he's also had tough ups and downs, you see the potential. You see why he was such a high promising prospect. And with the Padres, probably wouldn't have given up too easily. They probably wouldn't have moved him. But when you get Juan Soto back in return, that is why you did. And then CJ Abrams, over the last two months, doing what he has been doing. Stealing every single base out there. At this moment in time, if he was stealing bases at the rate that he has been over the last two months, 60 stolen bases on the season maybe, maybe more, just from what he has done. And again, Mike Rizzo said about this last week with the sports junkies, C.J. Abrams could just be getting to 100% after breaking his ankle down in the minors with the Padres a few years back. And that could be a thing. That could be something that you look at and say... Maybe that is the case, but also when he's getting on base at the rate that he is, when he's getting hits and just getting better approaches at the plate, you expect these sort of things to kind of turn out eventually because he always had the speed. This Nationals team has always had the option to really just let him loose and steal as many bases as he wants. We've always known that the speed is there, but for some reason, it's just starting to click right here and right now over the last two months. And so when you look at guys like him, for example, I'm not a batting average guy. I don't really see the batting average stuff and say, I'm impressed. Now, if you're hitting over 300, yes, that's really good. It's not something I just toss and throw away. But with CJ Abrams, for someone like him, if you are just going to get singles, that's fine. Because guess what? When you have the speed to turn a single into a double by stealing a base, in which C.J. Abrams, as we've known over the last two months, he can seal a base whenever and literally whenever and wherever he wants to. If it's going from first to second or second to third, tip of the cap, green light for him. That is the kind of production that C.J. Abrams can do. So if he is just going to be a singles hitter, that's fine by me. You have to play good defense and you have to get on base, because when you're on base, it doesn't matter no no matter what way you get on. You are a threat in the pitcher's mind, in the back of their head. You will now affect how they go to whatever hitter they want to, like Lane Thomas, who's been batting second behind Abrams, who's probably been, who has been, our best hitter so far this season. Lane Thomas, now you have ducks in the pond for your better hitter in this Nationals offense. And you get an opportunity to have him, Stone Garrett, Kibera Ruiz, Riley Adams as well, to hit them in. That's the kind of production that this Nationals team has kind of been missing out over the course of this season. And again, winning six of the last eight series. Now 55 wins that we have matched the win total for 2022. It's incredible. It really is. And again, it's all from this offense over this series against the Red Sox. Yesterday was an incredible game. Now, while Robert Garcia came in, attempted to blow the game, let's not do that, please, ever again. But Robert Garcia, he's actually looked pretty good over about nine innings so far with the Nationals. But yesterday, not great. The bullpen, other than that, got it done. Kyle Finnegan coming in, saving the day yet again. This Nationals team, man. You do not want to get them hot. I can tell you that, and I can promise you that this second. Thank you guys for making Locked On Nats your first listen. The Nationals play the Phillies tonight at 7.05 Eastern Time. You can catch every pitch of the Nationals' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Nationals there. And speaking of things you don't want to mess with, you do not want to mess with with some of these minor leaguers down in the national system. Even then, further than that, you're starting to see some 2023 MLB draft picks for the Nets. You're starting to see them produce at a big-time level. I'll tell you what that means, and I'll literally get into some of the guys in particular, as, of course, James Wood, Dylan Cruz, and Trey Lipscomb will be the highlight of this segment. But before we get into that, let me tell you guys about our good friends over at Sleeper and guys, do you think maybe Joey Manessis can hit a home run tonight against Michael Lorenzen? Well, why not? Because I sure do. And on Sleeper, you can swing for the fences with up to a hundred time payouts. All you have to do is choose two or more players that you like and select more or less on their stat categories like home runs, strikeouts, hits, and more. get your Get your picks right, and you could win big and also dynamic payouts are live you may ask what are dynamic payouts but in short each player projection now is a multiplier attached to it as opposed to preset multipliers based on the number of legs in a contest with dynamic payouts also comes more stat categories to place contests on you can get higher payouts than the other apps with less picks use promo code Locked on, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. Sleeper terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. Now let's get back into it as whew, this Nationals farm system. This Nationals farm system. What a great sight to see over this season. And as the Fredericksburg Nationals, let's start in low A Fredericksburg with Dylan Cruz and what this guy has done. Again, on Monday, he was named the Carolina League Player of His Week in his first ever week playing with the Fred Nats. Since then, he's still been good. Dylan Cruz, over his 11 games in Fredericksburg, has 18 RBIs, four home runs, two doubles, and a 612 slug. He has an OPS over 1,000, and you're already starting to see the hype pay off. Dylan Cruz, This level was always going to be a smooth, easy ride for him. Because when you look at the SEC competition, I don't really know if it's better than Fredericksburg. I don't really know that. I haven't really watched too much college baseball. I watched a lot of Dylan Cruz and Paul Skeens this last season. I can tell you that for a fact. But I can't really compare if this is a better like pitching matchups for him. Are these better pitchers? Whatever it is. But Dylan Cruz is still a pro baseball player, and he still has these numbers in which we haven't really seen since Brady House earlier this season with Fredericksburg. Dylan Cruz is what we thought he was, a good big league hitter. And in fact, while it's still early, it's still only 11 games, four home runs in 11 games, two doubles. Now, the doubles part is not surprising. Me. In fact, I probably would have thought he would have had a little bit more. But four home runs in 11 games. I think that's going to be kind of the surprising part when we get into this development as we continue to go on. I think a lot of people will realize that Tillman Cruz has a little bit more power than what you think. I kind of think of like an Anthony Rendon type of power. It's not like at the forefront of his game. He's going to lead the league in doubles maybe a few times here and there. But I think you could also see someone reach 30, 35 home runs at some time in his career. Now, while, again, it's low A, he, are, he is the best player in the Carolina League, the best, the best by far, in my opinion, the most major league ready bat in the minor league system, not even just the Nats, but a major league baseball. Dylan Cruz, you're going to start to see a little bit more power from him. And I think as he continues to grow, as he continues to develop, I think we're going to see more and more of this. Now, again, he's not going to be Mark McGuire. He's not going to be Barry Bonds. But the power and the little bit of extra power is going to help this team down the road. And I think a lot of people will start to realize the factor that will have in his development. And that will also kind of progress him a little bit further as we inch closer to his debut over the next year or so. So Dylan Cruz, he's doing what we all expected him to do. And that is just hit the crap out of the baseball. But even more so, speaking of hitting the crap out of baseball, James Wood and what this guy has done over in double A. Now, while his strikeout rate has been a little bit much because he struck out 24 times in his last 55 at bats, but also in that time frame as well, he has six home runs in August and a 618 slug. This August 1st, 17 days ago, he had a 445 slug in double A, and now it's up to a 496. You're starting to see the power tick up just a little bit for James Wood, now having over 20 home runs on this season as a 20-year-old. The power is legit, and that is kind of what Mike Rizzo in this front office will probably be looking at the most when it comes to it. Because James Wood, the tools are there. Now, while over in the past, he hasn't really struck out as much as he has this season, but as he progresses and as he continues to go in his career, I think he's going to be a little bit more strikeouts than what we've seen over the years here. Just having that six foot seven frame and being that big, there's going to be a lot of holes in his swing. Now, maybe there's not a lot. He's a top 10 prospect. Scouts have recognized him as one of the game's best swings and yada, yada, yada. But being that big, you have so many holes in that zone. And that is the concerning thing of Wood and his progression over the year is that. There are holes there. But still, the power is legit, and that is what's going to carry him into the major leagues. That is what's going to separate him from the rest of the outfielder and prospects, because the Nationals have two of the top three prospects in all of baseball. They have two blue-chip prospects with Dylan Cruz and James Wood. These guys will be in the major leagues hopefully by this time next season and just – being a mainstay going forward. And I think that could be the case, but you're also going to have to hit on some other guys in which this year, round four pick in 2023 at the University of Alabama, Andrew Pinkney, Andrew Pinkney has a 10-16 OPS in August. And as well, he's got three home runs, 14 RBIs, and five stolen bases in that frame as well. Andrew Pinkney has kind of been like the, the afterthought, you could say in that Fredericksburg Nationals team, because when you have Yo-Yo Morales as well, who's a big-time power bat, and obviously Dylan Cruz, Yarlan Susanna, you're not really going to talk about your mid-round pick in this last draft. But Andrew Pinkney and what he has done, I mean, he's turning some heads, and he's got the power too. I think that's the thing with Pinkney. when you look at him. If you're going to be having stolen base production like that and as well as getting the long ball going, you might have found something there. And obviously, it's way too early to say this guy's a stud because he's done this in this amount of games. It's way too early to tell. But he was a good player at the Crimson Tide down in the SEC again, going up against some of the top talent in the entire sport. So seeing what he has done has been encouraging. And two, you're just keeping an eye out for him because stealing a couple bags, getting that power as well, we know what organizations are looking for nowadays. They love to marry that speed and power combo. And so far, through an early season, Andrew Pinkney is kind of showing that marriage, and he's showing it pretty well, sealing five bad bags and hitting three home runs in that time frame as well with Fredericksburg. Quickly on Yo-Yo Morales, again, another 2023 MLB draft pick, college bat, you expected him to hit the ground running, and that's what he has done so far. He's got a 368 batting average, and he, what he has shown me is that this guy is going to be a legit extra base hit threat. Now, while he had one of the best power bats coming out of college, he hit 20 home runs for Miami this last season in college. He has eight doubles and one triple, but so far he's got no home runs through 17 games. But again, you already start to see the promise with Morales as well. You already start to see why the Nationals used up their first pick in the second round on him. Yo-Yo Morales, now while he's not going to be the flashy name like Dylan Cruz, this guy probably has the best power stroke outside of Wood and outside of House in this system. And when looking further at this, he's already got the numbers while not hitting home runs in his first 17 games. He hasn't had a single home run down in Fredericksburg or as well as rookie ball. And that part, no one's concerned by it, because you look at it, he still has eight doubles, he's still got a triple to add, and he's still also batting 368 on the season. So again, take these numbers with a little bit of a grain of salt, considering that these are college bats who are at the top of the system in the Carolina League. They're going against pitchers who may not have been that much better, if not even worse, than the pitchers that they were going up against in college. Because Miami, they wanna get went up against Wake Forest. And if you aren't aware of what Wake Forest has done, they're a pitching lab. Quite literally, they have the best pitching lab in the entire country. In college, in pro baseball, whatever which way you want to look at it. They have the best college lab. He went against some stud pitchers, including Rhett Louder, who went to the Cincinnati Reds. This is going to be an interesting farm system to continue to develop and see what these guys have to offer because, as we know, these 2023 draft picks, they're already starting to pick up the pace a little bit. They're already starting to take those steps in which you want to see. and which, in fact, you could look at Morales and even guys like Andrew Pinkney and question, how long are they going to be here down in low A? Is it really too early at this point? and what they have already done to kick them up to high A Wilmington, you could probably see that at some point before this season, especially with Morales' case. We'll just have to see what Mike Grizzo and and Dijon Watson want to do with them. The Nationals play the Phillies tonight at 7.05 Eastern time. And, of course, you know who's going up against the Nationals? Michael Lorenzen. Catch every pitch of the Nationals' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Nationals there next let's get into talking about this nationals philly series as again they were one of the teams that took advantage of us over this last month we'll discuss that and of course michael lorenzen what did he do the last time he faced the washington nationals i'll tell you all that and more after this and now let's get back into it as the nationals are getting ready to face off against michael lorenzen and which We all know what happened the last time we faced Lorenzen. He threw a no-hitter in his second start with the Phillies. And it wasn't a fun one. It wasn't a fun game. Now, I like no-hitters, but I wanted to see us win that game. When the Phillies are in town or if we're up in Philly, check check that box off. Just check it off right then and there. I want to see wins. I want to see you compete against some of the National League's best teams. And when you're going up against the Phillies, in my mind, who have a really good offense, who have Michael Lorenzen, who has been lights out with them so far after trading him from Detroit, he's been good. And you're going up against Yoan Don, who, by the way, if you remember his last start against Oakland in the six-man rotation, Davey Martinez and co., they want to see a little bit more from Yoan Don. He left the last start with a cramp. And earlier as well, the start before that, he left with a cramp. You may ask, well, what are they going to do this time around? Davey Martinez a few days ago said that they're going to have Yoan Adone try a little bit of an old remedy in giving him pickle juice the night before the game. He's going to be drinking pickle juice out of a jar that you buy at your local Safeway or whatever grocery store out there. He is going to be drinking pickle juice. And in fact, he's already drank his pickle juice at this moment in time. If Yoan Adone does well tonight, I don't care what anyone says. This is going to be known as the pickle juice game. If you want to do can go out there and dominate against this Phillies team. We praise the pickle juice. And I will be making all the memes in the world. I will be so annoying with this pickle juice game because I love shtick like this. I love it. If you were going to give this guy pickle juice and say, you didn't cramp and look at him. He, he went seven innings pitch. Looked really good and only gave up a few hits, one earned run. You want to don The pickle juice guy. Pickle juice game. That'll be something to watch tonight. It's going to be a fun one. But also, this Sunday, the Nationals, they're in primetime. ESPN, primetime Sunday night baseball, heading up to Williamsport with the Phillies. Going to spend some time with some little leaguers there. And this is a weird thing. They are flying up to Williamsport. While well, it's probably only a four-hour drive here. They are flying up to Williamsport, and which is probably, I would imagine, I don't know, a 30-minute plane ride, if that. But they are flying up the morning of, getting met at by the airport with a bunch of Little Leaguers there from the Little League World Series. That's pretty cool. With this Nationals team, again, winning six of their last eight series, they're now going to be on national TV. People are going to see Stone Garrett. They're going to see Keybert Ruiz. C.J. Abrams, they're not going to see Mackenzie Gore or Josiah Gray because, unfortunately, which kind of sucks, we have Trevor Williams going on the bump lined up against Ranger Suarez, the big left-handed pitcher for the Phillies. That kind of sucks considering the young guys that we have, Gore, Gray, Irvin even, who will be starting on Saturday's contest. That part kind of stinks. But even then, looking at this team, I think it's going to be a nice little... Kind of pick-me-up. The Nationals will be in the national spotlight for the first time this season and the first time since trading away Juan Soto. And that's what a lot of these casual baseball fans will always remember this team for, making that trade for Juan Soto. But now on ESPN, they're going to see the young talent. They're going to see C.J. Abrams. They're going to see him steal multiple bases, hopefully. You're going to see Lane Thomas, Key Ruiz, Joey Manessis, Michael Chavis, and what he has done. Jeter Downs, maybe. Who knows what this Nationals team and what the lineup will hold for that game. But you're going to see a lot of young talent. And the story won't be why they trade away Juan Soto and why would they do this? How could you trade away him? The story is going to be you're already starting to see the results from this team. Mike Rizzo and co., they've done an incredible job with this rebuild. That's the storyline that you will see rather than questioning that trade made around this time last year at the trade deadline. So it's going to be an exciting weekend as, again, you want to win. Let's make it seven of nine series wins for this Nationals ball club and catch tonight's game with Michael Lorenzen. I know. Pitching against the Nationals tonight at 7.05 Eastern time and catch every pitch in the Nats hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Nationals there. It's going to be a fun weekend. And, of course, on Monday, I will have you your Nationals stock report. Everybody, enjoy the Nats game. Enjoy the National Spotlight game as it will be a fun one, that's for sure. Go Nats. I'll catch you on the flip side.